Welcome to How to Be a Human Being in the World, the podcast that showcases the strength, resilience, and humanity in all of us and provides a space where you can embrace the messy parts of life. We've all got them and unapologetically be more of who you really are. I'm your host, Dr. Kathleen Young. I'm a psychiatrist, certified life coach, and I'm also a human, just like you. Pull up a seat as we bear witness to the healing, connection, and inspiration that comes from the stories of our lives. Welcome back to How to Be a Human Being in the World. I've been coaching a lot lately on building relationships and other aspects of relationships. And I've noticed that there are a few topics that keep coming up. So I've decided it's time to do another episode on relationships. So in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about what I believe is the key to getting good at making friends. Um, It's something that has come up a lot in the last week as I've been coaching in a group program for someone as a guest coach. And so I thought it was time, like, let's talk about it. Making friends is definitely a skill that can be developed. You know, most people can make friends. Most people have some friends, but there are definitely people out there who are more skilled at making friends than others. And I don't think it's as simple as just, you know, some people are extroverted and other people are introverted. That's certainly a factor. But making friends is a skill. And when I'm coaching on relationships lately, most often when people are trying to meet people and build closer, more meaningful friendships, I have coached on other aspects of relationships, but when they're trying to make more meaningful friendships, I start by telling them, assume people will like you because they will. Assume people will like you because they will. It sounds simple, But this statement is so powerful, and in my mind, it really is the key to becoming good at making friends and developing that skill. When you assume that people like you or that they will like you or that they have positive intent when they say they want to be your friend and spend time with you, even if (laughs) you make that assumption, even if they don't immediately commit to plans or they have to cancel and reschedule, when you assume that they like you, it changes everything. It changes how you show up in the interactions. It changes how you feel about yourself in the relationship, about the other person. And it changes how you feel about the relationship. And probably most importantly, it helps you better manage your expectations so that you aren't putting unnecessary pressure on the other person or feeling unnecessary disappointment in your friendships. Yet... (laughs) Assuming people will like you is one thing that can be so hard to do. And I think that's true because it sometimes goes against what we're taught to believe about, you know, the rules in relationships, the rules of building friendships. We're actually taught to do the opposite. We're taught to wait and see what people do and then interpret their behavior before deciding whether they like you. It's the interpretation of the behavior is how you decide whether they like you versus just deciding that they'll like you. And while there's a place for that, you know, for evaluating what's going on in our friendship, when you do this prior to, you know, when you're first getting to know someone, it can, it can result in you holding back in the early stages of building a relationship. And I think that it impacts your ability to connect with others in the way that you want to. 
Now, I'm not suggesting that you put it all out there immediately when you meet someone and have no boundaries with what you're willing to talk to them about. That's not what I'm saying. I'm referring here to the way in which a lot of people hang back and don't immediately engage with people as though they feel confident that the other person will like them, that they're likable, that they're lovable. You know, think about it. If you show up at a party and you're spending the whole time wondering what people think of you, you'll, you behave much differently than the person who shows up with the belief that people like them. And you show up much differently than you would, not just this person, <laughs> this hypothetical person. You show up much differently than you would if you believed it about yourself. You become that person at that party who's magnetic, that person that everyone seems to want to talk to and be around. And that's the secret. It's really that simple. And all it takes is a simple mindset shift and belief in yourself. It also takes practice. I shouldn't say all it takes is the mindset shift. You, it takes practice to make a mindset shift. You know, you probably won't just show up as a different person right away. But the more you practice this belief, this assumption that people will like you, the more you will see the change in the outcomes you have when you're meeting new people. You will see the change in the way people respond to you. And the other way this changes your relationships is in the expectations you have of other people and your ability to enjoy them as they are not as you would want them to be. Your ability to let them be themselves, which is a game changer in relationships. And you can do that because you'll stop over-interpreting their behavior, trying to figure out if they really like you, and making their behavior mean something about you. So often people get caught in the belief that if someone really wants to be friends, they would put in more effort. They would reach out and initiate plans. And while this may be true for some people, it's not true for everyone. Not everyone is good at initiating plans or managing their schedule or figuring it out or thinking about things in advance. Or they may feel some reluctance to put themselves out there. You know, they may have the same concerns about whether or not somebody really likes them. So they may not be a person who's really willing to kind of put themselves out there and make plans and initiate plans. Or they may have a million other reasons why they're not doing it. It doesn't have to mean that they don't like you or that they don't want to be friends or that they're not interested in having a friendship. That's the one that comes up so often. People already have their friends. They don't want any more friends. And I think that that's true for some people, that they don't want more friends. But most of the time, if you meet someone new that you like, a lot of people will make room for that person in that relationship. So it doesn't have to mean that they're not interested or that you're not important to them. And when you think that way about it, it blocks you from seeing the way that they are making an effort. If you reach out to someone to make plans and they show up, they are making an effort. But we so easily dismiss that effort because the other person isn't making the effort in the way that we feel like they should or that the way that we want them to do it in order to feel secure about how they feel about us. And instead of letting them be themselves and show up how they actually want to show up and demonstrate how they care about you in their way, we put pressure on them, the other person, to prove to us that they like us and want to be friends. You know, we never think about it in that way, but that's what we're doing. You know, we may not be intentionally putting pressure on 
the other person, but they feel it, right? There's that pressure to be doing something different than they're doing. And that puts a lot of, you know, that can put a lot of strain on things and it can sort of subtly or inadvertently drive people away or create distance when you really want closeness. And this doesn't mean that you can't make requests of people and ask for what you need and let them know, hey, you know, I'd really like to spend time with you and I'd like you to initiate plans. You can do that. But it's the expectation that they do it the way you want them to do it in order to demonstrate how they feel, right? So you can make requests of people with the understanding that they may not always comply, they may not do it, and then you get to create whatever narrative you want to have about that. (laughs) And I guarantee that a narrative about how much they like and care about you, even if they're not initiating plans, feels so much better than the one in which they don't in the one where they don't care about you because they're not making plans. And it's probably true that they like you. They probably actually do like you. So why not be with the narrative in which they like you? You know, I almost never think about whether people are calling me to make plans or how much they're initiating plans. You know, there's probably was a time when I used to, you know, I can think probably when I was younger, I noticed that I wasn't being asked to join people for plans and that kind of stuff. But But now I really don't really think about it. I just reach out to people when I want to connect with them. You know, I just decide, hey, I'm thinking about this person. I want to let them know. I want to connect. And it's not always with people who are near me or people I'm going to make plans with immediately. For me, it's usually the connection that I'm craving, right? It's not necessarily the plans, although I do like to see people in person and I like to connect in that way. And, you know, I talk to people all day long, so sometimes I don't want to have another phone conversation with people. I'm a big texter because of that. But it is the connection with people. And after coaching tons of clients and patients on this, I can see that it's the desire for connection, which is really important for most people. They want to connect and feel connected to the important people in their lives. So how do you connect with people? And for me, I just have the belief that the people around me, that, you know, that I have people around me who like me and want to spend time with me, even if they're not making plans. And so I never question whether I should reach out to someone or hold back because they haven't reached out to me. I just do it. And almost always, people respond favorably. They're happy to hear from me and spend time together. I say almost always because, you know, it's possible that there was a time that they weren't happy to hear from me. I just can't think of it now, but I want to leave the I want to leave the door open for the possibility that it's not 100% of the time that they were happy to hear from me. But in general, people respond in kind when I reach out to them and when I try to, you know, make a bid for connection. And when they don't immediately put a date on the calendar to get together, I don't take it personally. I just enjoy what they're able to offer and let it be that. Most of the time, people will make plans, but not always. But because I believe that they want to spend time with me, that they like me, I don't focus on the times that they don't make plans. So as you can see, what I have seen to be true in my own life is that the skill of building friendships really starts with how I feel about myself. It has little to do with the other person. I mean, they are part of it. A relationship takes two people. But when I believe that people will like me, then I show up differently. When you believe that you're likable and worthy and that people want to spend time with you, you will see all the people who want to spend time with you. It's like magic. (laughs) They'll be drawn to your energy and they'll start showing up. It sounds super (laughs) woo-woo, 
<laughs> or like magic, right? But it's true. And it, it's actually what happened to me when I started to feel more confident and more accepting of myself, both the good and the bad parts. Maybe I should say both the parts I like and the ones I like less. I don't like labeling things good and bad. I'm really working on that. But when I could do that, when I could be more accepting of myself, people started showing up in my life almost out of nowhere. People I hadn't spoken to in years. And it happened again over this past weekend. I had a friend reach out to me because she was going to be in New York City for the week. And she wanted, she said, you know, she reached out to me and said she wanted to be sure to see me while she was in town. And this is a person I haven't seen in almost 20 years. She used to live here and then she moved. And I haven't seen her since she moved. You know, we've been in touch here and there on social media. Um, but I haven't really spoken to her in years. And she reached out to me because she wanted to make sure to get together while she was in town. And I responded in kind, even though I was tired. <laughs> I had just gotten back in town from a trip. I'd been gone for a few days. I got home late Friday night, you know, and my mom tested positive for COVID. And there was a lot going on in my household and many reasons to cancel plans with her. But I went anyway, and it was great. It was great to catch up with her. It was like, just like old times, she's one of these people who, you know, I feel like we, you know, we became fast friends and I have always felt like we're kindred spirits in that way, but it was really fun and great to see her. And from that, you know, what I will say is people started showing up for me when I started showing up for me, right? When I became more confident, when I was showing up for me, then people did that. And these people were probably always around me. I just didn't notice them because of my own frame of mind. But some of them, admittedly, I was estranged from. You know, there were relationships that had drifted apart and somehow they just came back. So there's definitely something to it. So assume people will like you because they will. I know this can be difficult for some, but if there's one thing to take away from this episode, it is that, that it's possible for you. It's possible for you to build the skill of making friends. And it's usually only hard because of some underlying belief that you have about yourself. It may not even be a belief that you're unlikable because a lot of people are like, well, I don't believe that about myself. And that might not be that specific belief, although it usually is and it kind of comes in some other form, but that's usually what's under it. But sometimes it's the belief that, you know, you always, that it's hard, that you always have to put in more effort than other people, or you always have to be the one who's doing all the work. You know, we all have certain beliefs about ourselves that are holding us back from what we want. It's just a matter of taking a closer look and deciding whether you want to hold on to that belief. But most importantly, when you adopt the belief that people will like you, it's going to show you what's getting in the way because when you have when you have that thought people will like me because you know people will like me when you assume people will like you all of your objections to that belief will come up in that moment you'll be like no that's not true because of this because of this because of this and that's when you'll see these like sneaky thoughts that are getting in the way of you having what you want and you know becoming a person who's good at making friendships and then you can address those thoughts and keep practicing your new belief that people like you. And you will show up as the person who's good at making friends. You could even adopt that belief that I'm good at making friends. So before I end, I want to point out, you know, that operating from this assumption is useful for all relationships. I, you know, I focused on friendships here, but but it's true for all your relationships. You know, it can be a little more nuanced in romantic and familial relationships. 
Um, and sometimes in those types of relationships, it's that assumption of positive intent that people love you, that they want to be there for you. When you can show up in that assumption, it really changes everything. That's all I have for today. I hope it got you thinking about your ability to make friends and your expectations of others and how they often reflect how you feel about yourself, which is great news because you can you have control over yourself and making changes in yourself. You don't have control of, over other people, so it's great news. So that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week, and I will talk to you next time. Are you ready to have the life you actually want instead of the life you think you should want? Or maybe you just want to start having more fun. Either way, I can help. Head on over to my website, www.drkathleenyoungcoaching, that's Kathleen with a K, dot com. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at drkathleenyoung.coaching. You can sign up for a free consultation on my website and we can talk about the life you want to create and see whether group or one-on-one life coaching is right for you. Midlife doesn't have to be a crisis. It's never too late to create the rest of your story. Thanks for listening to this episode and see you next time.